Hey guys, Marika here with real relationships and just real topics where we talk about um, real people, real stuff that you're going through. And one of the topics that is on my heart today is the topic about, you know, just being in this wilderness season of your life. Now, I don't know if you have maybe come to a place in your life where you feel frustrated. You feel like you don't know where you are heading to. You feel kind of as if you're forgotten. Um, but it's actually, it's it's so so funny how we feel that way because God never forgets about us. Never, ever. And um, today I, you know, he, he showed, he showed that to me. So for a while I've kind of been going through this, this season where I feel like I'm in this wilderness, where I feel frustrated with everything that's just going on, the confusion of, you know, what is the next step? Um, I have always had this like urgency inside of me that, um, you know, I have this greater purpose, this greater calling, and each and every one has that. Um, but I just feel so sensitive towards it. You know, I feel like um, God has given me so many promises um, throughout my life about, you know, what what I'm called for, what my purpose is. And lately, I, I'm... I'm kind of just like, you know, questioning it. Like, um, why, what is it? You know, where, where should I go? What should I do? Um, what is this greater purpose? Because, you know, he, he just gives you glimpses. He never gives you the, the full story. And, um, today I asked God to, you know, just, share with me what is on my heart and I was actually just listening to praise and worship music on YouTube and you know it just um, starts making its own playlist and all of a sudden between all of the songs that I listened there was a teaching of John Bevere and what the teaching was about is that um, for you to enter into your destiny there has to be a season of wilderness. And when I saw this, I was like, oh my word, this is for me. I have to listen to this. And it was honestly just so incredible what he spoke. And um, so the, the three things that he mentioned was that usually there's like this three-step process towards destiny. It's not... You know, it's not actually like a recipe and it's not necessarily to say this is how it's going to be always. But he he talks about this, this three process thing. I will call it the, the three P's to destiny. Um, so the first P is the promise. You know, um, a lot of times God comes and he gives you this this promise of what he he wants to do with your life. Like I said, you know, this this urgency that you are called for something greater, something um, something that he has placed you on this earth for. So he gives you this glimpse of what he wants to do with your life, whether it is maybe 
to go into nursing. Maybe it is to become a businessman or a businesswoman. Maybe it is to speak to nations. You you know, God God will give you this dream and this desire in your heart for a reason. I honestly believe that the dreams and the passions that you have, it is there for a reason. It is something that God has placed in your heart. So that is the promise. The second part is the preparation. Now, the preparation is the most important part of the whole process because we cannot necessarily walk into the promise if we are not prepared for it. You know, um, so John talks about the story of Joseph and how he had these dreams and these visions that God gave him and at first you know he was very um, like bragging and he kind of looked down on his brothers and told them that they are going to bow um, in front of him and he he was prideful he was boastful he did not necessarily have a very good character at that moment in his life and then he went through different processes throughout his journey where God was working on his character. He was taking him through different things to actually also test his character, to grow him so that in the end, the promise could be fulfilled. Because if Joseph had to become the leader that he was with that prideful, boastful character, he wouldn't have been the great leader that God has called him to do. So we have to sometimes go through very hard moments in life to build our character. I mean, it it speaks so in, in James where it says there, but be glad, rejoice when you're going through trials and tribulations because it, it tastes, it tastes your character and it builds that endurance and it builds your faith. And it is exactly faith that um, will get you through everything. And it's kind of a hard concept to be joyful about trials and tribulations. But I feel that there is such a big blessing about being joyful. I mean, we spoke about that earlier on where, you know, where you can sit and take moments in the time of, you know, these wilderness periods where you feel frustrated and be counter blessings. Be grateful for you know, for what God is currently doing in your life. I I also this reminds me of a verse that I read in Joshua twenty four where God was actually, you know, talking to the Israelites and reminding them of everything, you know, that he has already done. They are kind of like um crying out for help. Um in in the in the wilderness but he says like i have parted the dead sea i have um you know helped you to escape out of egypt um you know i did all these things for you and still you are actually doubting my character doubting who i am doubting what i can do in your life you know um a lot of times when we're in this wilderness moment, we we forget about the good. 
We forget about the good that He has already done throughout your life. We forget about the small good things that He is currently doing in your life. We get so blinded by our circumstances that we just, we forget, you know, we have to renew the mind. <laughs> this is actually what we were talking about before we started filming, um, about how the Israelites went out of their way to remind themselves of things that God had done for them because of what you're saying right now, that we're so forgetful. Quick question. Yes. What are your thoughts on having a diary or booklet to remind yourself of things that God has, the good things that God has done in your life. I definitely love that idea. And um, the moment that you mentioned it, you know, to me, I decided that I am from now on. I actually, I received as a gift, just like the small little bookie booklet. Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> They're always and, cute. Yes, it's so cute. And um, when when we spoke about this, I, I thought of this booklet and I thought about, you know, carrying this with me and making time every single day and write down what you are grateful for, what God is actually busy doing in your life at this moment, you know, to to help you remember that he is good, that he is gracious, that he cares about you. And um, a lot of times you know we we do not perceive his goodness and what he's doing because you know we are so focused on everything that's negative everything that feels like it's going wrong so um yeah that was the process the whole thing about being in a place of of wilderness so the third thing is that once once you've gone through the wilderness, then comes the um, the promotion. This is this is where God has has worked on on your character. He has um, gotten you to a place where He releases you into this promise. But one of the things that what do you mean by releases you into this promise? So um, what I mean by that is um, he gave Joseph the, you know, this promise, these yeah. dreams about yeah. what he's going to do, the leader that he is. Joseph, like. Joseph, <laughs> if I had a brother like Joseph, <laughs> Joseph had too much clouds. Yeah. He was very, I think, I think he does, you know, this thing that we do on social media and say humble brag. Yeah. Is there such mm. a thing as a humble brag? No. I think Joseph did a lot of humble braggings, bragging. but yeah. at the same time though, in his defense, he was very young. Yes. Yeah. He received a lot at a very young yes. age. Yeah. Yes, but you were still explaining being released into a yeah, promise. So um, with that, I feel, you know, God God does give us like this this purpose and this calling. But if you go look at the story, um, a lot of time passed. I think it was about 19 years after he received this promise from God that he was actually where the promise was fulfilled. You know, if, if I mean about being released into it, I mean that it's it's fulfilled. Our time is so much different than God's time. We, we have this sense of, you know, when we get this promise and this vision, 
it's going to happen now. It's going to happen this year. But that's not necessarily um, how it works. You know, um, <clears throat> maybe, maybe there is still just stuff in your character that God is still working on. And, um, you know, I've gotten to a place where I'm asking God, what is the, especially, especially in this season of uncertainty, in the season of not knowing what the next step is, you know, taking time and asking God, okay, what are the things in my life, in my character that you want to work on? What are the things that I need to grow into in order to fulfill this promise you know because God gives us a lot of promises and I think the person that delays the promises is never God it's always us we delay our own promises because we do not come to a place where we take ownership for what we are busy doing currently um, you know lately I also I have this urgency to seek God like more um, you know, really get to a place where you, you spend so much more time with him than with any other thing or person in life. Um, you know, instead of watching series for two hours, you can... <laughs> Don't call us out. Huh? What uh, are you doing? <laughs> well, I was, con I was convicted with this. I was, I was kind of like, you know, this, this one time I was... Um, I, I started watching Manifest. Yeah. Oh my word. It is, it's, it's one of those series that you want to see what happens next. In the next episode. Yes. Yeah. As I wanted to play the next episode, I was kind of like convicted a bit. I was like, you know, you are waste, not wasting, you are spending 45 minutes of your time at this moment watching series and you know there's nothing wrong with sometimes just escaping reality watching series but um i i had i had this urgency to replace that with spending time in the word to use those 45 minutes um and actually you know just spend time with god i think a lot of times we make spending time with god this this hard thing, this, this thing of, um, it's, it's kind of like people don't know how to do it. We overcomplicate spending time with God, but it's actually not so complicated. What I have realized in, um, just going to God, sometimes I sit in front of my Bible and I'm like, okay, what, you know, what now? And sometimes a verse comes to me and then I spend time on that verse and it's amazing what God can just do if you create a space for him to just enter into sometimes he calls you um, to just worship him just to be in his presence um, lately I've also kind of just been convicted about the sense of why do we spend time with God um, do we spend time with God because of the answers that he can give us, the guidance. I mean, yeah, he does give us answers. He does give us guidance. But how many times do we spend time with God to just get to know his heart, to just, yeah, spend time with him, to just be in his presence, um, not for 
not for what he can do for you, but for just who he is. How many times do we do that? Um, so yeah, like just to kind of get back on this, this whole process. Uh, I'm thinking of, you know, when you go to gym, mm. like how, when you're busy, if you're a person who's not used to going to gym and then like me, like yes. I've literally never touched a gym before. <laughs> They would not find my DNA there. So like when you go into a gym and you want to start working out, you literally don't know where to start. Yes. Like you don't know which machine is for beginners, how much weight. And that's why you get a gym instructor. Yes. Do you feel like churches need that in like in terms of helping and training people how to do relationships? Like literally someone who will teach you just like how you'll get guidance from a gym instructor. No, you can start with this machine and you can do it for this many minutes. And after you've done it for this many days, then we can switch to the next. It's something that doesn't yet exist. But do you think if it did exist, it would, it would be more effective in helping people to actually build a relationship with God? Like, for example, someone who'll say, uh, like, here's one question. Like, when you're reading the Bible, it's so big, you don't even know where to start. Mm. Where does a, a beginner Christian start? Yes. Do you think we could use people like that? Wow, yes, I definitely think that we could. But we should also be careful about that. Because a lot of people, um, I feel, you know, just want a quick fix. Or, a, you know, just a, a way out. Or someone to tell them what you do. Um, and then a lot of times they use, they keep using that person to tell them what to do, but they never go to the real source, God, um, to lead them and show them what to do. But I do not think that there is anything wrong with seeking guidance or actually someone, you know, helping. And I think that would be great, you know, to have leaders in church who, who can, who can teach who can teach um, you about, you know, how to spend time in the Word, how to build relationship with God, but that shouldn't be the Alpha and the Omega. You should also get to a place where you sit down and you just, you create a space for God to enter, for Him to just show you what it is in your quality time with Him that you that you need to do today. Um, so, yeah, just, you know, just to kind of end this off with the whole wilderness season is you are in this season for a reason. God is busy working on your character. God is busy working on um, certain things in your life um, that you are busy facing and going through in order to get into the promise. Um, and I just want to encourage you that if you do feel frustrated and you feel like he's maybe not answering you or he's very quiet, that is not the case. He has not forgotten about you. Um, get to a place where you just sit and just spend time with him. Spend time in word. Again, create space for him to show you what it is that he wants to show you. And I truly believe that as you work through this and you find the joy in the trials and the tribulations, eventually, once you are walking in the promise, you are going to look back at this and laugh and think, wow, okay, I know, I know now why I went through this, even though it doesn't feel like you know now, eventually one day you will know.